0: Bismillah Rahman Rahim, La Hola, La Puba, La Billah, Lady Alameen, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, Wasalla, Sayyidina Muhammad, Wale Tayibina Tahirim. Talking about faith or Iman as one of the pillars of taqwa, piety, we reached the point that we said in our hadith. Sometimes some external signs are mentioned and these are good in the sense that we can quickly realize who is not Mormon but sometimes internal signs are mentioned which you cannot quickly judge, it takes time so that you can judge about the qualities of the person but these are the most important qualities. Yesterday I mentioned a Hadith in which three signs were mentioned. One was to be able to manage the economy of the house, the family, one was to be patient with respect to calamities and one was to have deep knowledge and understanding of your religion. Today. I want to mention something which I believe is one of the most important aspects of Iman and unfortunately not receiving enough attention. When you look at the Hadith, you find this must be always remembered by us. But when we look at ourselves, we find that unfortunately we don't pay that much attention to this. And that is the connection between love for allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and loving people for the sake of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this is a great sign of iman if you love allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you must be able to love people for the sake of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and of course if there are people who are enemies of allah you don't like them so you don't like or dislike people for personal reasons, for selfish reasons. Your love is for the sake of Allah, and your dislike is for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is a very important discussion. And I hope that inshallah today I can do justice with this. There is a hadith from Imam Jawad alayhi salam. Imam Jawad said, Oh hallah hu Allah revealed to one of the Prophets that you practiced, observed Zohd. Zohd is renunciation from worthy pleasure. But this was not for me. It was good for yourself. When you are not attached to dunya, who is benefiting? You yourself. Because then you are relaxed. When people are stressful, just to collect money, 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 you were relaxed. So Allah said to that Prophet that your Zuhd, your renunciation from the worldly pleasure, was for your own benefit. And the fact that you were attached to me, it was to gain honor. When someone attaches himself to the king, who is benefiting? The king or that person? So Allah asked him a very critical question. The test is this. Can you say that because of me, you were enemy of someone or because of me you were a friend of someone in other words can you say that your enmity and friendship were because of me this is the challenge it means that a moment becomes mu'min when he makes his relations with the people or stops his relation with the people according to the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There is a hadith which perhaps can explain who was that prophet because Imam Jawad said, Ba'az al-Anbiya, one of the prophets. There is another hadith which says that allah told moses Hal li amalan moses was a great prophet he was spoken kalimullah was spoken by god of course indirectly so allah asked his prophet have you ever done anything for me moses said He said, Of course, I have prayed for you. Because you know, praying is not only in Islam. Even previous nations, they had prayer. He said, I prayed, I fasted, I gave charity. It was all for you. Allah said, Your fasting was good for yourself, it proved your faith. It was a proof, it is a proof for you on the Day of Judgment, to support you. And fasting is a shelter for you, is a protection for you. Charity is a shadow. On the Day of Judgment, when people suffer from the heat, this charity comes, provide you with shadow. alms giving alms gives you light. So what have you done for me? It was all for you? It's like, for example, you know, you go to a doctor and doctor says, you know, you take these medicines. Then later he asks you, what have you done for him? You say, I took the first medicine, I took the second. He said, this is not for me, you have done it for yourself. What you have done for me? So Allah says, فَأَيَّ عَمَلٍ عَمَلْتَ what was the action that you did it for me? Musa said, Please tell me what is the action that can be considered only for you? Qala, Ya Musa, or Musa, Have you ever loved someone because of me? Someone that, is not related to you. You are a person from this part of the world, a person comes from another part of the world. Not the same color, not the same ethnicity, not speaking the same language. You have never met him. But just because he is Mu'man, you love him. If this is the case, so you can say, you have done something for me. Halwa waliyan and this was the time that Moses realized Anna al the best action is al wa al Allah. The best thing more important than prayer and fasting and zakat and hajj and ziyarah is to love for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to dislike for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Imam Baqir alayhi salam said qala jaddi rasulullah my grandfather the prophet said ayuha halali halal ila yawm alqiyamah o oh, people something that i have introduced to you as halal is halal till the day of judgment my law my sharia is not going to be abrogated and then the prophet said (inaudible) one of the greatest factors that lead to iman is to love mu'min To love a person who is a believer, who is a faithful. Your brother or sister in faith. And then Imam Bagher continued, When the believers love each other for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they become like one body. If one part of body has pain, Rest of body would not have rest. All other parts of body would support that. And Saadi Iranian poet made this poem ''Bani Adam, Azae digaran ke dar afari nisste yek goharan'' ''Cho be bedar daavarad roozegar'' ''Digar ozwa hara namonad qarar'' So the children of Adam are like one body. When one part of body has pain, the rest would not have rest. And this is put in the, on one of the walls in United Nations building in New York. I have seen it myself. So this is the hadith of the prophet about Mu'mineen, about the faithful that they are all like one body. so you are eye of this body this person's ear of this body another person's hand another is leg another is i don't know tooth everyone has a role and it's only when all are together and united that this body can survive once the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam asked his companions which handhold of the faith is the strongest urwa in Arabic is something that like handle something that you hold by hand which one is the most important one you know we say in Ayatul Kursi the strongest handhold So the prophet asked his companions, what is the most powerful, the strongest, the firmest handhold of the faith? They gave different answers. Someone said Salat. Someone said Zakat. They said different things. The prophet said no. These are important, but these are not the strongest. So at the end they said, Allah and the prophet know better. Then the prophet said, الحب في الله والبغض في Allah. If you love for the sake of Allah, if you dislike for the sake of Allah, these are the strongest. If you have this, all other good qualities come. Because this is the foundation. We don't do anything except because of love or hatred. Either we love something or we don't love something. All your actions, it's because of this. So if this fundamental point is fixed and sorted out, all other things will be okay. Look at this beautiful point from Mesbah Sharia. Since I read this, you know, some time ago, I always remember this. It's so beautiful. You know, al Shari'ah is translated to English, the Latin of the Path, and it's attributed to Imam Sadiq. We are not 100% sure it's from Imam Sadiq, but it's attributed to Imam Sadiq. But there are ideas that are very nice, so maybe that person, if it was not Imam Sadiq, was a student or somehow learned. Al Muhibbu Fillah. Please remember these words. Al Muhabbu fillah. The one who loves for the sake of Allah. Muhabbu He is a lover of Allah. If you are able to love people for the sake of Allah, so you are really a lover of Allah. Let me give you an example. If someone loves my children, says, Mawlana, I love your children. So what do I realize? That he so much loves me that because of me, he loves my children. Yeah? So if you love people for the sake of Allah, so you are really a lover of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Al muhabbu fil lah, And then, وَالْمَحْبُوبُ فَاللَّهِ. If someone is loved by people for the sake of Allah, if people love you for the sake of Allah, then what you are, Habibullah. Then you are loved by Allah. If many love you, be sure that Allah loves you. If you can live such a life that many love you then inshallah Allah loves you. Because these people have love for Allah and they found you a person who is close to Allah, they love you for that. So inshallah you are loved by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. لَأَنَّهُمَا لَا يتحبان إِلَّا فِي اللَّهِ Because they don't love each other except for the sake of Allah. Those who love for the sake of Allah and those who is loved for the sake of Allah. So this is only because of Allah. And then Imam says قَالَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ الْمَرْءُ Everyone would be resurrected with those that he loves. If you love someone, you will be resurrected with that person. Even there is a hadith that if you love a stone, you would be resurrected with that stone. So those who love Ahlul Bayt who love great people, pious people, they will be loved with them. They will be resurrected with them. If you love bad people or people who have no piety, then you will be resurrected with them. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi said, this is in Mustadrak Wasail Assyia, in another book, The best of people after the prophets in this world and the hereafter. And now you understand the connection with wisdom. So if you are wise, you must have this quality. The best people after the prophets in this world and the hereafter are المحبون لله al mutahabuna fi I wish you all knew Arabic so that you can enjoy those who love Allah and love each other for the sake of Allah these are the best people after the prophets not only love Allah if you say I love Allah but I don't love people for the sake of Allah you are lying how can someone love me and then beat my children or sees that my children are, for example, in trouble and says, I don't bother. I just love Molana. It's impossible. If you love someone, you love anything associated to that person. If you love your mother, even if your mother has died many years ago, still, for example, there is a the dress of your mother or something, the ring of your mother, still you love because it has some relation with your mother. So the closest people to the prophets... Are those who love Allah and love each other for the sake of Allah? And then the Prophet said, Any type of love would become enmity on the day of judgment, except this. So if I love someone because just that person is rich or is beautiful, or you know, gives me money, or we go together into the pub. We go together to cinema. Anything like this type of love would become enmity. Quran says All the friends becomes, become enemies except the pious people. The pious people remain as friends even in the hereafter. They don't forget each other. They don't forget each other. But those whose friendship was because of political gain or financial gain or you know sexual gain, they will become enemies. Even sometimes in dunya, you see how they become enemies. Very quickly, they become enemies. Amirul Mu'minin, alayhi Salam, said. The most pleasant, the most pleasurable, pleasing, joyable thing in heaven is is to love Allah and love people for the sake of Allah. Because, you know, in heaven what do you enjoy when you go to a picnic what do you enjoy the food that you have taken with you yeah so I think it's to some extent like this when you go to heaven you would whatever you would enjoy there is what you have taken with you to heaven you have to take something with you if you go without doing anything, then you would have nothing in heaven. So the most enjoyable thing that you can take with you to heaven is to love Allah and love for the sake of Allah. The Prophet wasallam said, وَالَّذِي nafsi By Allah in whose hand my life lies. He has my hand, life in his hand. لا تدخلون الجنة حتى تؤمنون You will not enter paradise unless you have iman. Without iman no one can go to heaven. Iman is a requirement. ولا تؤمنون حتى And you have no iman unless you love each other. So this is such an important thing that the Prophet says by Allah, he's swearing by Allah you will not go to heaven without iman and you will not have iman without loving each other for the sake of Allah. In another hadith it says those who who love each other for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala On the Day of Judgment, they will have light in their face. (inaudible) They will have light in their face. (inaudible) And they will be on the pulpits of light. (inaudible) When everyone is worried and frightened, they will have no fear. When everyone is sad... They are not sad. And then the Prophet recited this ayah: "Allah inna la alayhim Those who are friends of Allah, they have no fear and no sadness. So who is waliyullah? Who is friend of Allah? Maybe so far we've been thinking that friend of Allah is the one who loves Allah. No. The friend of Allah is the one who loves Allah and loves people for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Imam Baqir salam said, Man ahabba imanuhu The one who loves to perfect his faith. The one who loves his faith becomes completed. Should try to love for the sake of Allah. To be pleased for the sake of Allah. To be displeased with the sake of Allah. Everything which is related to his emotions should be for the sake of Allah. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the only way that your iman is completed. So, if I love someone, it's not because he's my cousin or my you know, friend or neighbor. I love someone because I feel he's close to Allah He has a faith in Allah So sometimes, then you may love someone else's child much more than your own child. Yeah? Like us. Do you love children of Imam Hussein more than your children or not? Of course. Why? They are not your children. Why you love them more? Because you believe they are closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Okay? So this can happen also to other people. So we shouldn't just think about our family, our children, our cousins. We should be concerned with all Mu'mineen, all the faith community. Maybe even I find that I have to spend more time on someone else's child than my child. For example, I see that child has a potential to be a good mu'min, but his father cannot afford to send him to good school. So I shouldn't say this is not my child, it's responsibility as his father. No, if it's a good mu'min, this is like your child. Even maybe he's better than your child. So you have to be in control of your emotions. The Prophet said that Allah's love is necessary for the people who love each other for the sake of Allah, for the people who become friends for the sake of Allah, for the people who visit each other for the sake of Allah, for the people who give each other for the sake of Allah. So, when you love each other for the sake of Allah, you become friends for the sake of Allah, you visit. You say today is Saturday, Sunday, weekend, let's go visit this Mu'min family. This is great Ibadah. Maybe you don't go there and just have a cup of tea, but this is Ibadah. to visit Mu'mineen. It's great Abadah. Amirul al-Mu'mineen salam said, this is in Al-Kafi, volume two page 236 and 237. This is a very important Hadith. He said, Our Shia are not only those people who say we love you. Our Shia are those who help each other for our sake. So if you want to see who is a good Shia, See what is he ready to do for his brother and sister. They love each other for our sake. They visit each other so that they can see how can they revive our affair. How can they spread our message. How can they help us. الَّذِينَ اِذَا لَمْ يَظْلَمُوا Our Shia are those that when they are angry, they don't do injustice. They are so much in control of their emotions that even if they are angry, they are made angry, they don't go beyond the borders and boundaries. And if they are pleased with someone... They don't become extravagant. You know, unfortunately, what happens is that in many cases, if I love someone, if he does anything bad, I don't criticize. I don't blame. I just ignore. And if I don't love him, whatever good he does, I ignore. I always criticize. You know, sometimes, for example, if you want to have election in community, So, if there is a person in the previous committee that is my friend or my cousin, if he has done something bad, I don't bother. Still, I vote for him. If there is someone who is not close to me and has done many good things, I criticize him. This is not a Shia. A Shia, when he is pleased with someone, still finds that this person has done some mistakes, so tries to correct him. Tries to help him to correct. And if he's angry with someone. Still doesn't lose his fairness. Still is fair. Acknowledges the good points. In that person. Barakatun ala man Our Shia are blessing. For those who are their neighbors. A Shia must be a source of blessing. For the people that live with them or work with them. So, if you go to university and in your class, you are the only Shia. Or if you are working in an office, you are the only Shia. Or you are in a neighborhood, you are the only Shia. Everyone must say, this Shia person is a blessing. So kind, so nice, so helpful, so careful. We never see anything bad from them. They are peaceful with the people that they are mixed with. These are not harsh and hard-hearted and angry people. These are very soft people, peaceful people. We normally don't think these are important. We think to be Shia is just to do certain rituals. But Imam Ali says these are the signs of Shia. Those things are obvious. These are the things that you have to struggle to be blessing for everyone, to be peaceful, to be in control of your anger, to be always fair. <coughs> and finally, this famous hadith from Imam Babir salam: al-Islamu ala khams Islam is built on five pillars. Five pillars: as ala salate, Vazakate, zakate, wa sawme, walhajj, There are five principal practices that Islam cannot survive without them, Salat, Zakat, Fasting, Hajj, and Vilaya. And then Imam said (laughs) but Vilaya is not like those four Velaya is special. These are five, but among these five, none of them is like Velayah. Unfortunately, people have taken the first four and they have left Velaya. Who are the people who have left Velaya? Two groups of people. Those who don't follow Ahlul Bayt, they have left Velayah. But I am sorry to say, even most of the followers of Ahlul Bayt have left Velayah. Why? Because they have not realized that Velayah is not only your relation with Ahlul Bayt. Velayah is your relation with the whole community of Ahlul Bayt. Just by loving Ahlul Bayt, your velaya is not complete. You have to love their followers for them, for their sake. So you love Ahlul Bayt for the sake of God. You love the followers of Ahlul Bayt for the sake of God. So this is very important. This is the whole point in the discussion about collective nature of velaya. When we say in Ziyarat Ashura, You know this is repeated twice. In the first time we say In the second time we add O oh, Imam Hussain, I am at peace with whoever is at peace with you. Not only I am at peace with you. Is it too little? I am at peace with you? This is very easy. Who is going to fight Hussein? No, no. The challenge is this: I am at peace with whoever is at peace with you. I am at war with whoever is at war with you. So what does it mean? It means that I have no personal business here. If I love someone or don't love someone, it's only for you. And in the second time we say, I am wali of whoever has your Velay. So you are my wali, I am your wali, she is your wali, you are wali of her. So waliya is not only between us and imams. waliya is between all of us. Wilayah is like the thread which connects all the seeds of a rosary tasbih connects all of us with each other In the same ziyarat Ashura we say ya Abu Abdullah ni ataqarrabu ila Allah I seek closeness to Allah, to the Prophet, Imam Ali, Lady Fatima, Imam Hasan, and you by having your wilaya and detaching myself from your enemies. And enemies of Ahlul Bin doesn't mean whoever is not a Shia's enemy. Don't you know, take it wrong. Enemies are the people who are very bad. Most of the people are not enemies, most of the people have no you know position to fight or be against. We don't have this mentality that whoever is not with us is against us. The majority of people are neither enemies nor a follower and this is our responsibility to go and approach them. In any case, again in Ziyarat Ashura we say Ya Abu Abdullah. The second time we say, I seek closeness to Allah and to all of you by having your wilaya and wilaya of your friends. So it's not just enough to love Ahlul Bayt. It's not just enough to love Husayn. For Fatima, you have to love their followers, you have to love their friends, this is the sign of your Iman. For the sake of them, you must be so much in control of your emotion that you never fight any of their followers, you never harm, you never do anything wrong to any of their followers. There is a question here. Why Imam Bagir has mentioned wilaya next to four actions? As-salat is a practice, an action. We say furu'ud-din, you know, we have usulud-din and furu'ud-din. Usul usulud-din are the beliefs. Furu'ud-din are actions, practices. Zakat is an action. So, hajj, Wilaya. Why Wilaya is here mentioned along with actions? Wilaya is a doctrine, an idea. Or in Furu' al-Din, we say Tawalli and Tabari. Why we mention Tawalli and Tabari next to Salat, Zakat, Hajj, Jihad, Amr al Why? Have you ever thought about this? Is this a mistake that ulama have done? Or now, Billah is a mistake that Imam Bagr has put velaya next to actions. It must be a doctrine, a belief. Why it has been put next to action? Why it has been put as furu ad din? The answer is that velaya is not something just to believe. Velaya must be practiced. It's not something that say, I believe that I should love Ahlul Bayt and those who love them. No, it's not enough. You must practice this. You must put this into action. In the same way that you say Salat, you fast, you go for Hajj, you must practice Taballi and tabari. You must practice this love. Otherwise, your Iman is incomplete. So, this is a good opportunity for us. If you want to do something for Allah or Ahlul Bayt, do it for their followers. If you want to, for example, have this opportunity to invite Imam Ali and Lady Fatima to your house, it's a great honor. But you don't have disability. So what should you do? Invite two more men who follow them to your house. It's as if you have invited Lady Fatima and Imam Ali. It's the same thing. So whatever do you do for your fellow brothers and sisters in faith is like doing this for Ahlul Bayt a.s. And you will be rewarded. So if we practice this, day by day, our community must become stronger, much closer, much more intimate, really one body. When Allah says, Believers are brothers and sisters. This is not exaggeration. I think in a sense, It is less than what it is supposed to be. Because to be a brother in faith is much more important than brother in blood. But because we are very much, you know, appreciating brotherhood and sisterhood in blood. So Allah says it's like being brother and sister. Otherwise, it's much more important. Habil and Qabil were brothers. God will kill his brother. Sometimes there are two brothers, two sisters. They completely disagree with each other. So, this is not an exaggeration. It is indeed to simplify it. That you must be like brothers and sisters. Indeed, you must be much closer than brothers and sisters. Because brothers and sisters sometimes may be very different. You are brothers and sisters who have agreement on your faith, on your ideas. You are brothers and sisters whose parents are Ahlul Bayt, not a normal person. So we should practice this, inshallah. So this is one of the main indicators of Taqwa. If you want to see who is a good moment, see how much he or she Loves Mu'mineen, is ready to help Mu'mineen, is ready to do something for the sake of community, not just only doing something for himself or herself. May Allah, inshallah, bring this real brotherhood and sisterhood to our community. May Allah protect our community from any hatred, enmity, rivalry, these self fish and childish ideas, may Allah keep them away from us, insha'Allah. May Allah please imam al-zaman with us. Wa akhiru dawana alhamdulillahi rabbil alam.